0: Welcome to a God Shift Podcast, where we move you from disruption and delay into a greater destiny, expectancy, and possibility. I'm your host, Shana Rattler, and I'm a minister, author, and sought-after speaker. Join myself and other leaders who unapologetically share their story of when their life collided with God's purpose and put them on the path that was designed for them. You will learn how to bounce back from setbacks, disappointments, and uncertainty, and unlock the door to confidence. Move into your next chapter. Hello everyone, and welcome back to a God Shift. I am your host, Shayna Rattler, and I am so glad that you are here. We are going to have what I know is going to be a great conversation today. But before we get into that, I need you to do me a favor. So wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast, I want you to take a screenshot. And with that screenshot, I want you to post it on your social media tag us here to Godship. And then I just want to hear your biggest aha moment or your biggest takeaway from this episode. I do that because I recognize that the more times that this information is shared, the more lives that we can change and the more people that we can bring closer to God. And that is the absolute only reason why I take the time out of my life to do a podcast. Trust me, it's not because I just want to do a podcast. I want to change lives and I want to help build the kingdom. So if you will do that for me, I would really, really appreciate it. All right. I'm going to read my guest's bio and then we are going to get right to it. So my guest today is the Harvard educated author of get this 41 books. Y'all I've written five and I don't know how in the world you write 41 and her books help children's souls shine. And she's also written a candid memoir for adults about her spiritual journey to joy. I want to welcome to the show, Braca Gets.
1: Oh, thank you so much. That
0: was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so, Braca, why don't you start just by telling us a little bit about what it is that you do? I don't know how you have time to do anything if you've written 41 books, but tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Oh, th- these books are so short. You know, if you write a picture book, it doesn't take long at all. In fact, okay. let me t- I tell people it takes 20 years and 20 minutes to write a picture book. People walk around with ideas in their head about how to write a book for so many years. It just takes 20 minutes to get it down a rough draft on paper and your book is on the way. So it really it doesn't. Some of my books are less than 100 oh, well, <laughs> so that's, that's a hundred words. That's a little bit easier feat. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. I, I try to take deep complex topics and make them as clear and joyful as possible so they can go right into a child's soul early on in life mm-hmm. My, my goal has been to write the books I wished I had as a child because I was searching spiritually for years. Finally, as a young adult, I was able to nourish my hungry soul, but I went through a lot of unnecessary pain in order to do that. So I wanna, I, I've been giving this to children early on, guidelines for how to gain happiness skills early on in life so you have them the rest of your
0: life. It's such a great segue into what we're going to talk about today, because, you know, my platform is all about helping people to fully experience the power of God so that they can actually overcome adversities, you know, and if we were more equipped as children, then we might be able to master this skill early on, you know, my, my platform is called a God shift. And my definition of a Godship is the moment a disruption in your life, which is usually some type of trial or adversity, collides with God's purpose and moves you into greater possibility. So I'm curious can you think of a time that you've actually had to overcome some form of disruption in order to get to where you are today?
1: Yet this is so funny because it's almost the opposite of adversity. What happened to me was, In my search for purpose and meaning in life, I wanted to gain as much wisdom as possible. I tried all kinds of things, but eventually I started studying really hard and doing well in school and I got into Harvard and at Harvard, I felt like I've made it. This is it. This is the top of the mountain. And I got invited through my boyfriend to this really elite garden party. It's this beautiful day in May, like now, May. And it was so beautiful. And the sky was all, oh my gosh, everything was amazing. I was with all the these children of really famous people. Okay. And what I noticed is they too were looking for something more. Like this was nothing. They were just the same, living the same kind of boring life I was living, wanting more in life. They were searching beyond the people they were talking to, looking for someone else to talk to. Like I realized it was the same story. There was nothing up there where I had been striving to be. What what I found in that God shift moment was that power, wealth and fame don't fill that hole. They don't fill the emptiness. I was so grateful that I got to see it. And What happened at this party is that suddenly the sky filled up with storm clouds and there was a huge thunderstorm. The whole party was disrupted. Talk about disruption. It was like everybody just went running for cover. That was the end of the party. And I'm thinking, wow, all these powerful people, they can't stop the rain from falling. You know, there's something more. I have no idea what it is. I felt really more lost than ever in a way, but I was also grateful that I got to see that illusion that people waste so much time striving after there's nothing there. That's yeah. yeah.
0: We spend so much time trying to achieve what it is that we desire, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, because yes, you, believe, you know, I'm not one of those Christians that thinks that you know that money is bad. I think that the more money you have, the more people you can impact. But we spend yes. so, so much time trying to climb these mountains of success that sometimes it actually becomes you know a hindrance. So, what did yes. you learn during all of that about yourself? Yes, like how did that apply to your life?
1: Well, I felt more lost than ever after that. After that experience, I realized what I was striving for was an illusion. There's no, That's not what to strive for. But at that time, I had food addictions, and they actually got worse, feeling like I was in a state of kind of despair. Here I am looking like a success on the outside at Harvard, yeah. and I was suffering inside, but that's what all addictions are like. You do it in secret, you know, so... I was like doing real restrictive dieting. And then I'd fluctuate that with terrible binge eating, which was out of control. So looking at me, you could not tell because I wasn't obese and I wasn't emaciated. I was, but inside I was suffering. And I graduated from Harvard. I went on to medical school. And from there, things got even worse. And my behaviors, my closet behaviors got even more bizarre eventually what happened between my first and second year of medical school i went to israel i actually found my roots i found my own spiritual heritage which i really didn't know about and i ended up not coming back to my I ch- made a whole change in my life i worked on the spiritual nourishment really immersed myself in a whole new life wow i li- yeah i lived there for 10 years And then um, I met my husband there who was on a similar spiritual path, and we had children. Eventually, we came back 10 years later to America, and um, it's been an amazing experience. What happened to me is I learned about what the purpose of life is, which is to, it sounds wild, but this is what I learned there, to, to experience the greatest pleasure possible in life. And what is the greatest pleasure possible? Those are the spiritual pleasures. Those are the pleasures that really nourish your soul. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it all comes out of gratitude.
0: It's, it's filling your life up with gratitude. Wow. So, Baraka, I'm, I'm curious in your opinion. You know, we all face tough times. We all face, um, you know, times that we don't understand, times that we wish that we could just zoom through. What, in your experience, are some of the common barriers that allow a person, when they're going through something like that, that it actually keeps them from being able to use it as a tool to actually find that pleasure and create a better life for some of themselves? What are some of those things that get in the way?
1: Yes, we we all have voices in our heads trying to get us to be miserable all day long. My, wait, one of my books, my newest book, Don't Read This Book, is written by that voice. The voice is saying, don't read this book because I don't want you to learn the tools to overcome me. Don't okay. learn how to, right. So what do, What does it say to us, this voice? It says things like, if I only had that, I'd be happy. Yes. I just need that, you know? But really, once we recognize that voice is saying those things to us, we can say, oh, I've heard that before. If I am happy with what I have right now, that's how that's how I could really live a joyful life. Not wanting that all the time, being desiring of something else, but being grateful for what I have in this moment. Um, also, the voice tells us things like, we, we learn to use the techniques of the voice to overpower it. The voice will say, oh, just have a little piece of cake, one little piece, no problem. And and you can say, oh, I know that voice. I've heard it before. So you know what? You could use it in your own way. I'll just stretch a little bit. I'll stretch a little more. And you see how good it feels. And then you do, okay, I'll just like run for a few minutes. I'll dance yeah. a little. I'll put on music. You use the same techniques. And that's how you learn to overpower. The minute you call it by its name, you recognize that voice it loses its power. You're wow. you're you're back in power.
0: That's so good. That's so good. I love the the variations of even though I ask all of my guests pretty much the same questions, <laughs> I love that there are very seldom any two <laughs> answers that are that are alike. And even if, you know like not that anyone has never talked about, you know, like gratitude, not that no one has ever talked about the fact that we have these negative voices that come in our heads, but everyone approaches it from such a different angle. Yes. What advice would you give? We're going to start to to get into the tail end of this. What advice would you give if you have someone that is listening to this that says, "Raka has obviously mastered figuring out how to shift her life into a positive way, but I am really struggling to figure out how I can shift my life to a more positive place. What would be the best tip that you could give someone for how they do that? Yeah, I I I
1: I I forgot to say that the, the I forgot to say this book took so many years to write because I didn't get the last insight until last year. And that is this that voice in our head it was designed there. It was put there by God as well. Mm. It it really wants us to succeed. It's put there like a, like a pair of dumbbells. It wants us to, to gain the muscles to push it off. It wants us to practice gratitude any moment that we can. And that's how we develop the muscles to push it off. It's really there to make us into a better person, not to trick us up. That voice at the end of the book, it says, it says, really? I wanted you to read the book. I want you to learn how to overcome me. That's that's the real secret. And that's what I finally discovered through all that I've been through in my life. And that's what I want to share with people. We really can trust this world because when I was in active addiction, I, I had no trust. We can't really, this, this world is made by God for us to experience pleasure here and our job is to is to express gratitude and, ex- and experience gratitude for all the gifts we have in this amazing garden that we're in.
0: You know, and it's obviously when we're going through it, it's hard to see things through the lens that you're discussing. But I can promise anyone that is listening to this that even those things that they feel as though they have been desi- designed to destroy you, I can promise you that if you let them, they will actually develop you into exactly who it is that you need to become for what it is that God has for you next. And you Beautiful. notice I said if you let them, because obviously we both have probably encountered people that it's 40 years after the trauma and it still has the same effect on their life that it did in year one it is still holding them back in year 40, like it held them back in year one. And that's because I believe that they have not made the choice to heal from it and gain the tools that it's going to take to move past it and recognize that, yes, it was allowed to happen. Yes, it was a horrible thing. But what are you going to do about it? Because even though you could probably not control it coming into your life. You can control how it stays in your life. And so I hope that that is the takeaway that someone will take from this episode is that you can be grateful for even the negative things that have happened in your life because they are used, like you said, to help you build the muscles that you're gonna need for the life that God has ahead for you. So Braca, before we end this, are there any final words that you would have for the audience.
1: Yeah, exactly. What's the difference between a miserable life and a happy life? It's how grateful you are. Any moment that you spend being grateful is one moment that you're not spending being miserable. Just do it moment by moment. Ex- experience an orange with gratitude experience a tiny raisin with gratitude. That's one moment you're not being miserable. That's one moment you fill up your life with these moments and crowd out the trauma. That's exactly how you could do it moment by moment.
0: Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, you're going to share with everyone how they can find you and follow you and all of those good things. We'll be right back. episode is brought to you by the free guide when god says shift inside you'll discover the four shifts required to reveal god's plan to ditch disruption or delay and get his blessings faster head to god to access it now All right. Well, Braca, this has been a great interview. Can you tell folks how they can find you on social media? Oh, sure.
1: My children have created this amazing website. So I hope it gives them a lot of joy when you visit it, getsbookshop.com. And you could find all my books there. You can, of course, find them on Amazon too, but they love when
0: you visit the website. It's amazing. So that would be great. Thank you. Perfect. I will make sure that that is in the show notes. And if someone wants to take things further with you, learn more from you, whether it's the book for adults or whether it's books for children that they know, is that the best way for people to take things further with you is to get the books?
1: Yes. And and you can contact me through the website. And also, I forgot to mention, you can download a copy of The Pleasure Ladder, a free copy there on the website, which gives you an abundance of ways to bring more pleasure into your life. You might want to put it on the fridge or the cabinet. You know, it helps if you ever feel like overeating. You could say, oh, I could bring pleasure into my life this way. Instead, pour in the joy. It's it. It gives you so many
0: ideas about ways that you could add gratitude to your life. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Listeners, again, please share, share, share this episode far and wide. And I hope that you will be back to listen to another episode of A God Shift soon. Take care. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening to The God Shift Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And remember to put God first and everything will fall into place.